Hey everyone, this is Patrick Matsenko along with Justin Carlucci. Welcome to another week of the Times News Football Podcast presented by Lehigh Valley Health Network. Uh, Justin, how have you been? How have you been doing? I mean, we're we're kind of getting down here. We're into the stretch run of the season. It, it, I'm good, but I'm wearing down. I'm like a, a, a JV defense, you know, getting <laughs> Google League pounded for quarter. Not a lot of depth there. I'm doing all right, man. You know how it is. We're we're always super busy here at the Times News, and uh, football season is exciting, but uh, often challenging. And time again, it's, it's really exciting, though. It's a big week with a lot of coin flip games, Pat. Yeah, um, you know, I feel like it's been I don't know. Probably each year, I guess, when we get to this point in the season, you kind of cross that halfway mark, and uh, you start to see how some of the division races and league races are kind of shaping up. And you know that each week is just kind of more important than the last one. And uh, you and I have talked to plenty of coaches that will tell you they're just looking to go one and up. Um, you know, they're not really looking looking too far ahead. You know, they're not really thinking about anything else other than their opponent um, opponent this week. But um, but if we do go back to last week um, and just kind of think about some of the things uh, that transpired in in week six. Uh, Panther Valley, uh, one of our one of our teams, got a big win over Shenandoah. Uh, gave head coach Rick Jones his first win uh, in charge of the program. So you know that was definitely special for Coach Jones and that whole program. Yeah, great for Panther Valley to get on the board. They had three hundred and seventy-eight ish yards of total offense. So things kind of clicked. They had some big splash plays. Uh, they had a nice 80-yard 80, 80 kick return, so uh, all three phases of football were clicking for Panther Valley against Shenandoah Valley last week, so awesome for Rick Jones getting the first win with the program. Congratulations to them, and I know we've had a chance to catch up with them from time to time this year, and you know, he, said, you know, he said it's going to be a growing process, and uh, you know that's, that's good to get some mid-season momentum here as we're shifting kind of into the you know, small school division play for them. And I think that's huge, you know, because they kind of had a little bit of a gauntlet, um, you know, sort of just uh, kind of nonstop the first, you know, five or so weeks of the season. Um, and that's, you know, you think about that for a program that really hasn't won a lot of games the last, I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight, nine, you know, years. Um, and to kind of try to keep their spirits high and to just kind of keep them motivated and know that, you know, once they got through that really tough stretch to open the season, that they were going to have a chance to compete. Um, and when they play these Division II schools, um, you know, they're in, you know, they're certainly, you know, more than capable of, you know, playing with and beating a lot of these teams. So I think a lot of it for them was just to kind of try to take it week by week, day by day. Um, and, you know, they were able to do that. And um, it's great to kind of see them get that first win. And now, you know, they're going to just try to look to, you know, sort of build on that this week in a big rivalry game against Marion. Yeah, and that's a huge game. Uh, last week, both Marion and Shenandoah had huge opportunities. Unfortunately, neither program uh, could cash in because they're battling Marion and Shenandoah for that fourth spot in Class 1A to get into the District 11 playoffs. So next week is massive, and it, the season could be on the line for both teams there in terms of getting in the playoffs. So that's going to be a very high-intensity atmosphere, and I'm looking forward to seeing the result of that game. 
Yeah, um, you know, obviously Marion coming off a loss to Minersville, but still, you know, kind of like you mentioned, in a position to qualify for the district playoffs. Um, a couple of our other teams that, uh, you know, had been unbeaten up until last week, suffered their first losses, uh, Jim Thorpe fell or Schuylkill, and Tamaqua uh, lost to Pottsville. And you kind of look at where they are, you know, not only in Schuylkill League Division One standings, but also just in the, dis- in the, you know, in the race for a district playoff spot, um, there's not a lot of margin for error. You know, there's really no wiggle room for a lot of these teams. Um, you know, Tamaqua obviously comes back this week against a really tough North Schuylkill. Um, Jim Thorpe goes up against uh, Blue Mountain. So, um, you know, these, you know, there really are, there are no off weeks. You know, there is no, you know, you can't be caught looking ahead or anything like that. But, yeah, these teams both are, you know, looking to bounce back this week into, you know, what are going to be critical games for them. Yeah, uh, definitely. And look at look at across the board here. Uh, there were some crazy games last week. I was just kind of looking through some statistics while uh, you know you were making some insight there. And how about Justin Holmes from Northwestern? Sorry for going off on the tangent, but uh, he broke the school record a couple weeks ago for receiving yards, and he had four catches for a buck forty three against Palmerton uh, during a Northwestern twenty seven point second quarter. That's that's crazy. So that was a big Colonial League game there, and another a nice win for the Tigers. And you know, those are the kind of things that we had obviously high hopes and high expectations for Northwestern this year. You know, you looked at the guys that were coming back. Obviously, you have a Division One recruit at quarterback in Devin Ballinger, um, and then you have you know kind of top receiver and running back from a year ago, and you know obviously Justin Rada um, at, at wideout, and then you have Nick Henry in the backfield, but. Then you have Justin Holmes, who was maybe a little banged up, missed the start of the season, um, you know, kind of didn't didn't get right into, um, you know, kind of right into the lineup. And uh, maybe, you know, I kind of think for Northwestern head coach Josh Snyder, probably trying to kind of put, you know, put some things together, kind of piece things together, make things work with the guys that they had. Um, you know, obviously with you know, some guys hurt, that's obviously difficult. But uh, you saw the impact that Justin Holmes had when he did come back. Uh, got a little bit of playing time against Palisades, and then the next week against Wilson, uh, he had that monster, monster game, um, which was huge for him and for the program. And I think you can, you know, just kind of see the impact that he's had for them and just kind of, I don't know, what he means uh, for that, you know, for that program. And they have a huge, huge game this week against an undefeated Southern Lehigh. So um, this is kind of like championship week uh, for Northwestern. Um, You know, obviously you look at, you know, they lost that season open to Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame now um, has a couple of losses, one of them to Salisbury, which Salisbury is, you know, certainly a very good team, but I don't know that that was one that maybe a lot of us um, kind of saw coming, you know, so um, so this could be really big in terms of just kind of what it means for Northwestern, um, again, not only in, in the league, but then also in districts, uh, because those are going to be, you know, really tight races for, to see which teams are able to kind of get those spots and qualify for the postseason. Just kind of circling back to both of those big Google League uh, teams that we have locally who is, got issued their first losses of the season. North Google Jim Thorpe, a lot of turnovers in that game. I caught some of that game. Jim Thorpe lost three fumbles. North Google lost two fumbles. A sloppy play. North Google had nine penalties. You know, Coach Wally all isn't happy about that. But how about the Spartans' defense kind of limiting Jim Thorpe to just 55 rushing yards on yeah. 29 carries? So uh, that kind of speaks a lot about 
the play that the Spartans have up front because Jim Thorpe, man, they that they have such a, a dynamic rushing attack behind Selby and Madera, et cetera. Um, but that's a game where it was a pretty crazy first half, a lot of sloppy play, and you know we're talking this was a, a one possession game at one point. Um, you know, second quarter here, but North Schuylkill able to put together, you know, a decent third and fourth quarters there. But a uh, real interesting game there. And then on Tamaqua, I mean, I, I'm, I'm super impressed with Pottsville. Maybe kind of like the dark horse team, you know, we're talking about some of these teams that maybe don't get a lot of love during media day. You know, look at Lee Heighton a few years ago before their sure. undefeated run, things like that. Now, Pottsville, man, you put up 445 yards against Tamaqua. That, that's oh, yeah. a complete game right there. And I know they, they threw two interceptions. They turned the ball over twice, and they still put up 34 points. So uh, that that Crimson Tide team is, is really impressive. And uh, it seems like they're getting stronger as the season goes on. But that's also a game. We're talking 13-10 at halftime. So, oh, yeah. Um, I'm kind of assuming that the Raiders got worn down a little bit here in the second half. And, you know, just for me, having covered that game, um, and it's kind of something I talked about with Coach Bonner this week. But uh, – the reality is, you know, Tamaqua really hadn't played four quarters up until that one. You know, they've 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 handled the teams um, that they faced so far this season. A lot of the a lot of those games were decided or well in hand by halftime or early in the second half. So a lot of their guys weren't and haven't been in close games, um, you know, so far this season. And in that second half, I mean, Pottsville's a big physical team. And, you know, they have weapons outside, but, um, yeah, they just sort of gradually started to kind of wear down Tamaqua. Um, And a lot of Tamaqua's guys go both ways, you know. So, and that's just kind of, you know, that's just sort of something that comes with it. Um, It happens with most all of our teams and most teams. Um, But, yeah, they have a lot of guys going both ways. And um, by the end of that, uh, you know, by the end of that game, um, you could see that um, they were they were kind of worn out, um, you know, and that's just something that I think was a learning experience for them um, and for the coaching staff as well. So um, just kind of something that, you know, they're hopefully going to be better able to kind of manage maybe going forward. Um, I think that was – it's a tough way, obviously, to kind of, you know, sort of really kind of get in, you know, go right into the deep end, I guess, in a lot of ways, you know, and have to do that against a team that's as big and tough and, you know, strong as Pottsville is. And there's certainly no let-up this week again North Schuylkill, but um, yeah, I think it was just kind of a learning experience, um, you know, for those guys, and you know, now something that they can kind of hopefully sort of work with a little bit better, and you know, be be prepared um, this weekend um, against North Schuylkill. Four A is going to be very interesting. That win is kind of helping Pottsville cling to the two seed. They're kind of a fraction of a rating point higher than Bethlehem Catholic right now. Uh, Pottsville's number two, which obviously means they would get home fields for the first round of districts if, if they would stick at the number two here. Uh, and they're very close to the Stockton Valley, might I add, who's currently the one in 4A. But which is crazy because, I mean, it doesn't seem like, you know, you look at some of the scores for Stockton Valley and some of the teams they've played, and I don't, I don't know. Um, it just, again, you know, you Obviously, these rating systems have so many different different things that kind of get factored in. Um, but but yeah, it just seems I don't know. I, I think we run into this each year when you're you know kind of pairing yeah. up the Schuylkill and the EPC or the Schuylkill and the Colonial or the Colonial and the EPC. And you know you kind of sometimes you scratch your head as to why a team maybe is above another. But you know you look at what Pottsville did against an unbeaten and 
extremely good why I'm missing team, you know, losing in overtime in week two, um, you know, and just kind of thinking about some of the level of competition that they've faced this year and the way they've just kind of really, really handled opponents. And again, that was a Tamaqua team that had let up 37 points all year prior to last week. And Pottsville scored 34 and probably could have had more because some of those, you know, they had those turnovers and some of them were, you know, going inside the 20 going in. Um, you know, Nate Boyle had one of his interceptions um, in the end zone. So that's, yeah, I think Pottsville's a really, really good team. And we've seen that with the, some of the schools they've played and same with North Schuylkill. Some of the schools they've played as well um, out of the league. They've also played Y Missing and they played Mount Carmel. You know, they played some of these schools. So, um, yeah, so they're kind of getting battle tested outside of uh, their Schuylkill league schedules. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know much, but I, my hunch is kind of right now if I'm putting Pottsville up against Dawkin Valley and you ask me who who would win in a game between those two teams, I think I'm taking Pottsville here. Yeah. You're right, it's kind of a little bit of head-scratching with the with the rating system here. And I'm looking at Stalkin's remaining schedule. They do have Northwestern and Notre Dame. So if Stalkin can pull out a win against either of those two sure. teams, that would be massive because they also have Wilson and Palisades on their schedule. Not taking anything away from those two teams, but you would have to think Stalkin is the favorite in those games. And you look at Pottsville, they, you know, they still have a bunch of uh, Schuylkill League big schools left to play, North Schuylkill, Jim Thorpe, Blue Mountain, Lee Heighton. Uh, so they have a couple of stiff tests ahead of them. So I'm curious to see if Pottsville can uh, take care of business, how that affects their rating points. But, you know, due to the quality of opponents they have left. But, uh, you know, Pottsville, you know, bottom line, very talented. Uh, I think they kind of opened everyone's eyes with the way they handled Hazleton in week one. Uh, but, yeah, enough about Pottsville. It's going to be an exciting race down the stretch with Google League football and district races and things like that. But, uh, you know, there's a ton of good football this week, Patrick. What do you want to dive into? Oh, I mean, we have, you know, we kind of touched on a little bit with Jim Thorpe. You know, you think about um, obviously looking to bounce back after, you know, after that loss. Um, and one of the things that we mentioned with the way North Schuylkill kind of shut down maybe that running attack, um, you look at still what Thorpe was able to do against North Schuylkill, throwing for over 200 yards. Um, you know, it's uh, Calcano has had a nice season for the Olympians. But um, against a really, really good and formidable gym, or North Google team, you know, that's a huge performance. And that can be a really big confidence booster for him and for that offense going forward. And just, you know, kind of the guys outside and just to kind of, I don't know, I think just to kind of build their confidence and give them a little bit of momentum. Um, and just kind of knowing, like, this is a little bit of what they're capable of. And, uh, you know, that could be huge just to kind of keep that offense rolling and really give them another, and add another dimension here going forward. I really like his game. He's he's able to run the boots out of the out of the pocket. He's fast. He can extend plays, and you know then those plays break free or they're kind of unscripted. Anything can happen. Uh, and it's, it's, he completed well over fifty percent of his passes last week against a stout defense. So as he gets better, Jim Thorpe's going to be scarier down the stretch. And um, you know, as a young player, so he has a lot of football ahead of him left in his varsity career. Absolutely, yeah, um, and that's one of the things I think that's kind of really exciting about that. And you know, obviously, the more performances that uh, you know that the kids have like that, the more they're able to kind of you know grow, and you just see that confidence keep building, and then it just kind of translates and you know permeates into you know everybody that's around them. Um, but uh, yeah, I think too another matchup, you know, just kind of thinking about confidence uh, is. You look at uh, Pleasant Valley and head coach Blake Sager, you know, obviously the Bears still looking for uh, win number one this season. 
they played Pocono Mountain East tough last week, uh, and then you know the Cardinals just kind of pulled away. But this week, the Bears go to East Stroudsburg North, which is another team still looking for its first win. So um, this is an interesting matchup for, for the Bears. Uh, for and for the Timberwolves as well. You know, you think that they're both coming into this one kind of thinking this is where maybe they can get, you know, they can get that first win of the season. Dingman's Ferry, you're connecting late. <laughs> we'll be in Broadheadsville. Are you excited to take the drive there? Yeah, I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, I don't get lost uh, somewhere in the woods uh, as I'm, you know, kind of trying to navigate my way, navigate my way toward the school. Um, it's definitely... A hall, uh, but uh, it seems as though that when I've been there the last couple of years, I've I've been able to witness some Pleasant Valley victories. So I'm hoping that uh, you know that kind of holds true, and I make the trip again on Friday night, and we you know we kind of come out of that one with a Pleasant Valley victory. Uh, that would certainly be nice. You know, obviously Coach Sager has ties. Um, to you know, to both programs. So um, yeah, I'm sure that uh, they're looking forward to it. And kind of like we talked about with Rick Jones and Panther Valley, just kind of trying to take it one day, and you know, just kind of trying keeping these kids focused and you know prepared each week. Um, and obviously, getting a win would be would be a huge shot in the arm for that program. You know, the first ever football game I covered, I got sent to East Stroudsburg North. Was that was that Lee First one, I thought I was gonna die when I was going there. I mean, you're in the middle of nowhere heading up to Digman's Ferry going through state parks and everything. Yep. Yeah, you're wondering then if you're going to go on a hike at some point. Yeah, then, you, then I got there, and it was foggy. Typical October, Halloween-ish kind of night. It was actually pretty scary because you feel like you're on another planet. There's no hash marks <laughs> on the field up there, so I can barely what? see out of the press box. And I couldn't even tell where the ball was. Hot, <laughs> so you can say my stats were very accurate that night. They could have just been generous, um, which, you know, nobody's going to, I don't think anybody's going to complain too much about that. But um, since they do have a really nice turf field up there. So um, if you're ever interested in making a return trip uh, to East Stroudsburg North, you should definitely go up and check it out. The facilities are the facilities are really nice. Um, if you take the, take the drive, take the drive away from it um, and just kind of take it for what it is. I think you would definitely, maybe, potentially, possibly, I don't know, enjoy it. So, um, yeah, but uh, but we'll see. Yeah, I think Friday night should be, it should be a good one, and it should be a, a competitive game for both teams, which is probably something that both both programs are looking for uh, coming into this week. Just kind of the way the season's gone for both of them, you would have to you know have to imagine that they're both looking to play a good four quarter you know four quarters of football and uh be in a close game maybe late and see and see what happens there's five billion competitive games this week theoretically that i'm staring at but how about northern lehigh at salisbury pat i'm excited about that one because this is a salisbury team that's thrown the ball a lot um they again they knocked off notre dame um they've they've been playing some really good football and again if you're looking at those district standings with where they are at four and two and where Northern Lehigh is um, at three and three, you know, this is, this is a really big game for both teams. Obviously you're not sure who's going to end up where, when things all shake out, but they both have a lot on the line and a lot to play for. So um, if you're Northern Lehigh, I would imagine that's, 
uh, something that you're really looking forward to and kind of having a chance to potentially really kind of ruin their postseason hopes or at least put a pretty big dent in them? Yeah, the bull, four of the six Bulldog games this year were decided by one score. So Which is... They've yeah, played tough battles. They're, they're ready, man. And I think that's kind of where you... It's almost something that you'd expect in some ways, maybe, um, you know, just kind of... Um, just sort of looking at you know some of the way that you know the way these games have 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 gone, but then also just sort of like their style of play. Um, they don't you know they're not that type of air raid, run and gun type of offense. Um, you know you go back again to the season opener against Wilson where they had a late touchdown, put them over the top. Um, in the game I covered against Penn Argyle on Saturday, uh, you know that was was a Saturday game and it was a you know ends up being being a six point game. Um, and again, yeah, it's just one play here or there, either way. And even in that game against Banger, um, you know, they fell behind early, rallied late, um, but just kind of came up a little bit short. But, yeah, that's kind of how a lot of these games, I guess you expect them to go. And um, now I would think maybe, too, when you look at what Northern Lehigh is able to do kind of with the rushing attack and potentially sort of maybe keeping Salisbury off the field, keep that offense on the sideline, um, you know, and don't let them have a chance to kind of get out there and really get going or get into a rhythm. Palmerton uh, has a chance to make a run at the end of the season. They got Catasauqua this week. They'll finish their schedule with Wilson, Salisbury, and a big one against Northern Lehigh. Uh, one in five the Bombers are, but in terms of rating points, they're like three percentage points behind number four, Schuylkill Haven here. Um, so Palmerton, you know, this, every week is a big week. I'm sure a couple weeks ago they'd love to have another crack at rallying against Penn Argyle. Um, which kind of hurt, I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, this team has a ton to play for and another big game come up against Catasauqua this week, Matt. Yeah, and, you know, again, we've kind of seen this before with some of our with some of our teams and just kind of even if they maybe do have a little bit of a slow start, um, you just kind of look again at those district standings and depending on the classification that you're in, obviously, um, it could really kind of work in your favor. Um, you know, you finish the season strong, and you know, kind of win you know win the games uh, that you have left. Uh, it could be could be really really huge. And they're in a position. They've kind of done this before. Obviously, um, you know, you play. You're not just playing out the string. You know, you play strong down the stretch, um, and it gives you that chance to kind of have that second season. So um, this is this is big. And and in some ways too, you you think about maybe doing. Not so much a little bit of scoreboard watching, but again, you're you're looking at the teams around you and maybe kind of what they're doing and what you know where they are in terms of you know the schedules they have and the games that are left. And again, a, a slip up here or there from anybody could go a long way uh, to determining just kind of what happens um, in the postseason. Couldn't agree more. Uh, like you said, Jim Thorpe's going to look to get back on track. Against Blue Mountain, they're home. Um, they have a good opportunity to do so for sure. Um, Lee Heighton's traveling to Possil. Going to be a tough test there for the Indians. Um, you know, just looking down this list here of games, and obviously we've got Tamaqua at North Google, and um, yeah, there's definitely a lot at stake in that one, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think that's kind of. We talked about it a little bit with Northwestern and Southern Lehigh being sort of like a championship week, but uh, you know that uh, this Tamaqua game is every bit the same. Um, you know, for both for both teams, obviously, um, North Schuylkill is unbeaten in Schuylkill League Division One play. Tamaqua really needs to rebound after that loss to Pottsville, and again, you know, you look at then Pottsville. 
they have some tough games left too, but Pottsville at the end of the season, you know, they're staring at a Week 10 matchup against North Google. So um, if the Raiders can go out, take care of business, and win these games, you know, that are in front of them, and then see what happens, you know, with some of these other teams, uh, you know, obviously they could be right in the thick of it uh, for both the division, you know, league title, and then also getting, you know, kind of back into uh, a district playoff berth. to you so far um, within our area teams or just in general. Is there anything that you were totally wrong about or maybe that kind of uh, was a bit of a surprise to you so far in, in District 11 in general? Well, I mean, we always have some of these, you know, you think about District 11 and you think about, um, you know, so many of these EPC schools. Um, it's so hard to kind of really judge what these teams have, you know, they beat up on each other every single week. Um, Nazareth obviously was having a great season, still is having a great season, um, you know, loses loses to Parkland, uh, which was starting, you know, I think a sophomore, playing a sophomore quarterback last week. So, um, you know, you get these games and you get these teams that they just have, they all have so much talent. Um, and it's just so hard each week. Uh, you know, none of these games are gimmies. You know, and it's it. Even you look at teams that maybe you're 500 or a little below, um, and they could at any point obviously go out there and you know just kind of make a statement. Um, and potentially, you know, if it's not for them, they could you know kind of really upend someone's season. Um, so you know that's always exciting to kind of pay attention to those games that aren't so much in our coverage area. But um, yeah, I think for maybe you know for our area teams. And we talked about it preseason, I guess, but uh, and you don't really know exactly how it's going to play out until the games really get started. But um, just kind of the the numbers um, that uh, that our teams don't have, I guess. Uh, you know, we talked about it with the Palmertons or the Marions and some of these schools, and we've had it in the last couple of years. But um, you know, you're really never quite sure uh, what to make of that until the games get going. But it's it's tough then to kind of watch that stuff sort of play out. Um, Palmerton opened the season with a huge win against Palisades, but yeah, you have a couple of injuries, you know, some things, some things kind of don't go your way. You're kind of forced to sort of shuffle the lineup a little bit. Um, and that has a huge impact on the whole team and the program. And it's been the same for Marion, you know, a couple of guys go down, a couple of guys are, you know, out of the lineup and that's a huge thing. And it could just swing a game, um, you know, so much one way or the other, um, just, you don't have that depth, you know, guys are playing, obviously they're not only just playing both ways, but they're out there, you know, they're out there the entire game. And even if it's like a mercy rule loss, you know, you can't pull those kids out of the lineup because you don't have anybody else to put out there. So, uh, so these kids are out there for 48 minutes. Um, you know, they're not, they're not going to get a blow. They're not going to, you know, get, get some time on the sideline. You know, they're out there going both ways the entire time. And I know like coach Morgan's has said to me throughout the season. And again, this week about just kind of always having to sort of shuffle that offensive line and, um, you know, guys always kind of coming in and playing different positions and, you know, just throughout the week sometimes, maybe you're even using two, three different line combinations of practice. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been tough. And I think you've kind of seen that um, sort of be something that's really, really a struggle and really difficult for, for a lot of teams in our area and not just our area, but, but the district as a whole too. I mean, it's a lot of teams are kind of dealing with this and just kind of trying to make, you know, make the most of it and do the best they can with it. I think you made a good point about the EPC 
where most of those big schools it's, are. It's crazy. But you look back a couple, a couple of seasons, you know, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015-ish, it kind of just seemed like Easton and Parkland were uh, kind of head and shoulders above beyond the rest of yeah. the area teams down there. Uh, now, it's anyone's guess. It's anyone's game. Uh, and I'm looking at Freedom Easton this week. Yeah, undefeated Easton at home in uh Freedom is, is the real deal as well. Uh, all of those teams can beat each other on any given day, and a lot of them have beaten one another. Uh, and, you know, those dots are connecting, and the uh, you know, if Team X beats Team Y, then Team X should also beat Team Z kind of thing. And oh, you just yeah. can't go by that because all these teams are so loaded where one broken play, one penalty is going gonna, is gonna to be the difference maker in some of these big EPC bouts coming up. And that's, yeah, and you're absolutely right, you know, and I think a lot of times we do look at that, you look at that kind of thing and you sort of maybe get caught, um, it's a bit of a trap in a lot of ways, um, like thinking, oh, well, so-and-so beat, you know, beat this team and they, you know, beat them by this amount and then all of a sudden, you know, they go out and, um, you know, they hang a crooked number on somebody and it's kind of like, oh, that's not at all anything that you saw coming. Um, and I think we've just seen... Um, these, you know, these other teams, like you talked about with the freedoms um, and schools like that, um, you know, schools that have had success, but um, it doesn't seem like it's been sort of sustained. Um, and now it seems like each year, a lot of these programs are really right there or, you know, like in Emmaus, uh, for example, um, you know, these teams, they have talent um, and, and they are among, you know, among the best in 6A um, and, you know, it's just always interesting to see kind of what they do, um, you know, and they just kind of tear each other apart throughout the season. Um, and it's just each week you're really not, you know, you're really just not quite sure, but there's just so much talent um, that, um, that it's really hard to gauge exactly, um, you know, what you're going to get week to week. You know, we should probably throw it over to some of our uh, guests on the podcast soon, but... Uh, who's player of the week this week, Pat? And uh, talk a little bit about what we got in our kind of Saturday papers. We have like Northwestern quarterback Devin Ballinger um, had a huge, huge game um, against against Palmerton. Uh, threw for almost 400 yards, um, about 277. Um, you know, he had four touchdown passes. Uh, you know, again, just kind of showing what what Northwestern is capable of, and uh, that offense again, just kind of really. Firing, clicking on all cylinders, um, like we mentioned, Justin Holmes back. Uh, then you still have Rada and Henry and these other guys, and you know guys in the line as well. So um, yeah, it's just um, it's been exciting to kind of watch them continue to gel. Uh, and I think we've just sort of seen, um, you know, obviously what we knew they were capable of, what they've done in the past, and they're a really dangerous, dangerous team. And I think they're going to give Southern Lehigh you know, everything they can handle this week. And that's going to be, you know, I think that's going to be a really fun game, um, a fun game to watch and a fun game to be a part of. Um, so so that'll be, you know, that'll be one of our many games, obviously, on Friday night. But, um, yeah, um, like you kind of mentioned, just with, you know, some of our teams and where they're playing and uh, it doesn't matter where they're playing. Obviously, we'll be out at each game. Um, we'll have coverage from each game. So be sure to check out Saturday's paper for, you know, full recaps, box scores, um, all of that stuff, uh, definitely something that uh, we know everybody looks forward to and we look forward to bringing it to everybody each week. So, yeah, be sure to check out Saturday's paper for, you know, just full recaps from all of our games on Friday night. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Our grid picks are going to be wild, too. I don't know what I'm doing. But I did peep the, uh, the grid picks that were in this, our, our computer system and 
there's a lot of varying opinions on a lot of these games, so should yeah. be fun. We'll see. We gotta get Rich Track out of first place. I'm sick of looking at him up there, man. That's yeah. I I'm still not uh, I'm not a hundred percent on all of us sending our picks to to Mr. Strack, and you know he kind of gets a he gets a chance to look everything over, and then you know kind of goes about doing. Uh, you know, sort of doing his thing, but uh, yeah, I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, Rich is having a a banner year, but uh, I think he might be uh, might be might be aided um, by by uh, yeah, having some a little bit of inside information. You know, when you when you get to look at a whole panel of picks before you make yours, sometimes I don't know. Um, a panel of experts too. My yeah. Dad. Oh yeah. Experts. Oh yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, but hey, he's uh, he's you know he's playing he's playing the game. So more power, more power to him. I think. Got to play the hand you were dealt, I guess. So hey, we'll see if he can stick it out the rest of the year. But yeah, all right, I'm done. I think that's all I got, man. Yeah. Uh, should we throw it over to some coaches? That works. I'm t- I'm tapped out. <laughs> all right, man. Sounds good. Well, uh, you know, we'll throw it over to some of our local coaches, and then we'll close this thing out a little later. Sounds good. Thanks again for joining us, and uh, this has been the Times News Football Podcast presented by Lehigh Valley Health Network. You're tuned in to the Times News High School Football Podcast presented by the Lehigh Valley Health Network. Let's hear what Lehigh head coach Tom McCarroll has to say. His Indians coming off of a loss against Blue Mountain, and they'll try to rebound against the Pottsville Crimson Tide this week. Here we go. Um, kind of having the schedule sort of switch over a little bit, um, you know, and thinking about kind of getting into some division play and, you know, just kind of seeing these teams now, um, you know, just kind of, I guess, how have you guys kind of been approaching, I guess, you know, last week and then also coming into this week? Well, you know, we're, 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 we're still trying to find ourselves, you know, we, we, uh, obviously struggled last week. Um, and, uh, you know, we thought we would have a little more success than we did, but, um, you know, we got obviously a couple more kids banged up last week, but, um, you know, trying to put some of those pieces back together and, you know, see if we can come out on Friday night and, and, and be, be competitive with a, with a really, really good fossil team. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I know kind of even talking to Sam, uh, Sam Bonner, you know, last week, um, coming off of, you know, Blue Mountain and going into Pottsville, you know, like the way they did. And we had kind of talked about, you know, some of the threats, Blue Mountain had, and then if Pottsville at all kind of resembled that, but maybe was just sort of, you know, like that, but on another level. I mean, do you see Pottsville as being a team that kind of can can present or is a similar type of attack, but just obviously, I mean, their guys are, you know, they're, they're super talented, but do you see them as being kind of similar in some ways to the attack that Blue Mountain presents? Um. No, I, I, I don't think they are similar. I think, uh, you know, there's some similarities, but they, they're different. Um, yeah. You know, they're they're obviously, they're very senior heavy. They got sure. 20 seniors on their roster. Um, a lot of experience coming back. I mean, they, they create, um, I would say, as, as much of a problem as anybody in our league. I mean, I've seen pretty much everybody on film at this point, and sure. they may be... Um, you know, maybe with North Google, the most complete team. Yeah. Uh, because they can run the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, obviously, they have two really good threats on the outside. I mean, 
you have a six six basketball player oh, who knows yeah. how to go get go get the ball. Yeah, that's a, it's a that's an automatic mismatch because there's not too many six six kids in our league. Um, and then you have the Barnes kid on the other side, sure. who is a very very good athlete, very savvy player on both sides of the ball. And then of course they have a big old line with a quarterback who can throw the ball and can run the ball. So um, again, they're they're very they're they're a very complete team. And that's, yeah, I mean, even just, you know, kind of seeing them last week, you know, they had those mismatches on the outside. Um, and then, you know, when you have the kids like, you know, like Kevin DeSello that can run the ball and then, you know, Walchok, who's, you know, he's a he's a big kid. And I think he maybe 11 of his 15 carries were in the second half. And yeah. I mean, he's just he's just a big, long kid. And, yeah. and I know yeah. even talking to Leroy um, on Thursday, because he had picked, he thought Pottsville was going to win that game. And, uh, yeah. and he talked about Waltrek, and he said he's, like, he's a stud, but he considered him like a stud on defense. And, and he, but he said he's a nice offensive player too. But you could just watch. I mean, he just, I mean, they just wore Tamaqua down. Um, like, yeah. Tamaqua had a bunch of kids cramping in the second half. And, I mean, they have a lot of guys. Obviously, they go both ways. But, but like you mentioned right. about the O-line, and they're just big and they're physical. And, I mean, it was just, you know, having those mismatches outside. And then they were able to just kind of grind things out um, and just yeah. kind of just keep wearing, wearing Tamaqua down. I mean, they're just... Yeah, um, I mean, and Yost made some really nice passes. So, um, yeah. I, I mean, Pottsville, that was, that was, you know, I don't know. I expected it to be a close game, um, and, you know, and it was, obviously. But, but Pottsville just, um, yeah, I was, I don't know. Um, I didn't expect, I guess, that, where they just kind of, um, they just looked like they had so much. Um, and then they put Barnes on Kistler, um, and Kistler, you know, he got that one touchdown, but, um, but yeah, he was, they didn't, you know, he wasn't a huge factor in the game and, um, and, and Boyle, you know, he had over a hundred yards, but he had the majority of them on like that one seventy-one yard run. Um, so, you know, it was just kind of one of those things where, you know, Pottsville really, I mean, they played they played a really good game and I don't know. So, um, so I was, yeah, I was, I was impressed. And I just thought that, you know, they did, they did so much and, and just about every facet of the game. Yeah. They, they got, uh, like I said, there's really not too many flaws with, with what they do. Um, you know, they have really really good schemes on both sides of the ball. They're very diverse. They give you different looks, uh, defensively and, uh, they give you different looks offensively. You know, that's something too is you talked about, you know, you rattle off all those players. You know, you got the Barnes kid, you got the Shank kid, you got, uh, like I said, the um, Mullins kid, you got Ticello, you got Yost at quarterback, and then oh by the way, there's this kid number twenty-two. I can't remember his name. Mullins, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So last year he ran he ran a kickoff back. Yeah. Us, basically, which was the game winner, and uh, he had a big touchdown against Tamaqua as well, where he ran down to shoot. Yep. And nobody nobody caught him. So he, uh, like I said, they they they're. When I say they're complete, they're they are a complete team um, because they also have some nice sized kids up front on both sides of the ball. So, um, like I said, I, you know, I, I think I think North Google is still the cream of the crop in our league, but uh, you know, I think Pottsville, like I said, maybe is complete team because you know they haven't had to, but North Google, I don't necessarily think can throw the ball the right. same way Pottsville can. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, they'll pound the heck out of you with. It. Oh. But, 
Pasos, Pasos solid, man. And that's the thing. And that was another thing that Leroy said is he thought that, you know, with, with a team like North Schuylkill that, you know, that they were just, you know, they, they really don't throw the ball. And, you know, he kind of looked at the game against, like, Mount Carmel and, you know, it was just like, you know, they're going to line up and they're just going to kind of run it. And it's like, you know, yeah. stop us if you can. But, you know, if they have to play from behind or, you know, anything like that, they just, you know, they really don't throw the ball that much. But Pottsville, right. you know, Pottsville is able to. Um and it's just, I don't know. So um, that was, it was interesting for me to kind of get to see them. You know, I covered Tamako Pottsville last year too. Um, and, yeah. um, you know, last year was obviously you know, totally different. And Pottsville just looked, um, yeah, they just looked, looked really balanced and just kind of like really complete. And, uh, you know, that was just one of those things where, you know, you look at the stats or, you know, you kind of try to watch stuff on, you know, huddle or max preps or whatever, but yeah, kind of getting to see them, uh, in person. I mean, they're, uh, yeah, they were, you know, they were definitely, I guess, impressive and, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see now, you know, obviously too, with how things play out down the, you know, kind of down the stretch. I still think it's one of those things where, you know, throw, you know, throw you guys in Thorpe and Tamaqua and, you know, and you look at all these teams and you think like, oh, you know, I, you know, I don't think it's, um, it's certainly not out of the question or, you know, kind of out of reach or, you know, out of the realm of possibility that a team's going to, obviously a team can show up Friday night and, you know, you can, you don't know what's going to happen. Um, and, you know, and we even, you know, look at like the Salisbury Notre Dame game or something and, you know, and those are the types of things where maybe kids get hurt, you know, stuff happens, there are turnovers, you know, special teams plays, anything like that. And you really have no idea what's going to happen. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's interesting to see just kind of where, you know, kind of where these teams are now coming into the second half. So, um, anything else for you, coach McCarroll? Well, you know, I, I just like, you know, one thing for us is, is it's like I said, with, with a lot, we've had, this has been a a really (laughs) strange season for us. Um, you know, I I think, I think we do have a lot of playmakers. I think we have some really nice pieces. I, I, I think I've said that over and over again, and with some injuries, with some other things, like, you know, things we've done in the past, you know, hasn't worked for us this year. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like in the past, every year we try to add a, a new wrinkle, a little sure. wrinkle. And I feel like this year, you know, for various reasons, you know, we haven't been able to execute those. Sometimes, like I said, it's been because of, you know, the injuries, the guys that you kind of plan oh, for those yeah. little wrinkles get banged up. Or, you know, maybe just some of the kids just you know, they can't quite grasp you know, kind of anything that might be a little bit of an ad lib or, sure. you know, off the cuff kind of stuff. So, you know, uh, what we did again, you know, this, uh, the, I know they're different opponents, but, you know, when we played well against Panther Valley and Marion has been, you know, really when we try to simplify things for us. And yeah, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now is, you know, maybe we're trying to force too much down. You know, we got to take a look and see what, what is our personnel capable of? Sure. And uh, even though athletically they're capable of a lot, um, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, schematically and, you know, you know, scheme wise, we, we may need to just, you know, narrow things down, water things down. And you know, maybe that's where we're going to get the most out of, out of what we have. And, and that's, and if that's the way it needs to be, then that's what we have to do as a staff. So we got to figure out, you know, our, our players, you know, that's, and that's the, that's the job of any, of any coach, you know? So, sure. um, you know, it's really what we're doing right now is, you know, we obviously we got to take into account who we're playing, but you know, we got to really try to still try to identify you know what we are and who we are as a team and you know unfortunately sometimes that changes based on you know sometimes from game to game and you know maybe even quarter to quarter so um 
you know, we just, like I said, we're, we're, we're really just trying to, you know, just identify what our strengths and weaknesses are and, and really play to those. And, and, you know, as a staff, we got to, you know, not take for granted some of the things we've done in the past and, you know, just like I said, do what's best for us right now. Absolutely. And, you know, those are the kind of things, too, where maybe, you know, you kind of, you know, kind of scale it back or simplify it. And, and you know, you, you end up having those kind of, you know, big plays, obviously, and, you know, kind of, you know, explosive plays and things like that, that, you know, they end up kind of coming out of that, um, you know, and it's just, um, you know, like you said, it's those guys, you know, they're kind of in the best positions to succeed. And, you know, just, uh, you know, those things kind of, you know, it just kind of takes off and it just sort of, you know, kind of takes takes care of itself, I guess, in some ways. And, um, you know, those are the kind of things that, uh, you know, you don't, you don't know and you know you kind of think that you know i'm sure maybe for you it's like you know you kind of try to like you said put in those wrinkles and do different things and um you know you just don't know maybe how the kids are going to react or respond to it and uh you know then sometimes you kind of take a different turn and then all of a sudden you know things take off so um yeah, yeah but um you know no, it's, I mean, it's funny we were talking this week um our first year here we were three and seven yeah and weren't, we weren't very good um and we, we, we came off a loss to Allen, you know, yeah. and uh, that was a bad loss. Yeah. Had, that, was, that, was, that was a couple of years back when Allen really just didn't have a whole lot going for them. Yeah. And we came off a game where we just laid an egg. And the next week we, we played East Stroudsburg South. And uh, they were very good. Um, they were 7-2 and two or something like that, or maybe 6-2. and two. Yeah. And we came out and we put Jason Lesnick at, at – at quarterback, kind of like our Apache. Yeah, we do yeah. Now. And we just, like you said, we simplified things, and we just came out and, and we beat them. Yeah, and we beat a very, a very good South team. And uh, you know, we, we were kind of talking about that. Not that this week is necessarily going to be the same thing, but that's kind of what we have to do. Is we just got to try to take you know the best players we have, sure, put them in the best position to succeed, and you know, who knows? Because like you just said, you never know on a given night. You know, crazy things can happen. Oh, yeah. And, and, the kids gotta just gotta be, you know, be sound and be tough. And if we can get that, who knows what yeah, what could happen. And that's the thing, you know, it's just one of those, you know, you, and then you get into kind of the flow of the game and you see, you know, obviously like there might be just like one thing, you know, a couple of things that might just be working and, you know, whether it's, you know, kind of throwing something like, you know, that like Apache thing or, you know, kind of like something at, a, you know, throw throw something at a team that they really haven't seen a whole lot on film or that they maybe really haven't seen when they're playing anybody else. And then all of a sudden, you know, and it's one of those deals, of course, where you come out and, you know, on film and on paper and all that stuff, but then you come out and you hit somebody in the mouth and it's a little bit different and it's like oh you know and then sometimes you know you get through a quarter two quarters three quarters and you know things are working and it's just you know not something that a team can really kind of adjust react respond to and it's like oh you know all of a sudden and then that just kind of it's you know it's just kind of snowballs and then things start to really work and it's like oh this is you know and it's and those are the kind of things that you know you see that sometimes where kids have big nights teams have big games and it's like you know something that's a little bit different and you know you just kind of you know you you roll with it and and you know you don't know what's going to end up happening with it so um but yeah but that's what's it's exciting you know and it's just one of those things that's uh you know that you look forward to each week i think and uh you know it's each week is still that opportunity and um you know you just don't know so um yeah but uh 
but yeah, it's, um, you know, we talked about that too, just, you know, the guys that you have and, you know, we, we think, and I know just guys that I, you know, when we talk about it, it's, uh, you know, the guys are, you know, they're, they're exciting. They're, they're athletic, you know, they, they have those abilities for sure, you know, and those are the kind of things that, uh, and again, you know, you just deal with, you know, you have injuries and then sometimes you end up moving some guys around or, you know, it's still, you get guys where it's kind of, they don't have that experience maybe. And then just kind of, as they're out there and they get their feet wet, you know, you just kind of see kids really kind of, you know, maybe grasp it a little bit more or just kind of, you know, really kind of put it together. Um, and then you see maybe things kind of switch over maybe in the second half or just, you know, you have that one big night and, uh, all of a sudden it just kind of, um, you know, takes off like a rocket ship. So, um, yeah, but, um, no, so it's uh, you know it's just one of those things that's always exciting because each week you just you just really don't know so um, definitely you know always something to look forward to though so um, anything else for you, Coach McCarroll? No, we're good, Pat. We're good. Thank you so much. Um, I know Rod messaged or emailed you about um, some stats. Um, yeah. He yeah. had told me that uh, I think what um, like he just we only are going to do some things, I guess, like kind of on that, like on the front part of the page, um, with like our stat leaders. Uh, so like, you know, guys like receiving, you know, things like that. And then the team stuff. Um, but like for comprehensive team stuff, he just kind of told me that he's going to wait. And then, you know, if you're able to kind of get him anything or, you know, get in touch with him that he would just wait. And then he would sort of adjust everything accordingly. So, sure, yeah, um, I just I finished watching it. I'm gonna oh, finish yeah. watching the second half tonight. No, I was no problem. Email him either. I was either gonna email him tonight or tomorrow sure. morning. So. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, I just wanted to kind of let you know, and you know, he's oh, just yeah. gonna kind of you know go with you know whenever you know, and that's that's no problem. But uh, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of let you know that um, sure. it's just kind of like a limited uh, like what we have, I guess. So he just kind of tried to you know, go through some things and just kind of compare and do stuff like that. So, um, yeah, yeah no but, worries, uh, no yeah. So thank you very much though for doing that. And thanks so much uh, for taking the time. Oh, no problem. Every week, Pat, no problem at all. I appreciate it. Good luck this week, coach. All right, buddy. See ya. Thanks. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Up next, we got Marion Catholic head football coach, Patrick Morgans. The Colts are, Come up with a big rivalry week against Panther Valley, and every game is critical for the Colts as they're jockeying for position in Class 1A to try to sneak in to the district playoffs. Here's what head coach Morgan's had to say. I mean, how exciting, I guess, is this week for your guys and just, you know, kind of having, you know, rivalry week and just kind of, you know, knowing it's, you know, it's Panther Valley, um, you know, does that... Uh, does that change anything for you guys, or you know, do you do you look forward maybe to this one at all a little bit more? I guess. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, Panther Valley's a rival, and so it doesn't matter uh, what sport it is. You sure. know, both teams are going to be up and excited, and fans will be excited. And you know, it's their homecoming this week, and they're oh, coming yeah. off a win, so they're going to be extra jacked. So, uh, you know, it's uh, going to be an exciting night. Um, for your guys, you know, what did you see that, you know, that you kind of really liked out of, you know, last week kind of coming out of the, coming out of the Minersville game? Oh, yeah. You know, we started to get some, some offense going there. And, yeah. And finally put some points on the board. So that, that's a big plus. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, coming out and, 
you know, holding them scoreless the second half was nice. Sure. Also. Um, but there, there, there were a lot of positives come out of that game, and, uh, you know, we're still not happy with the loss. Sure. Um, but, um, you know, I think we got better last week, so, uh, you know, it's something to build on now. Um, I mean, Panther Valley, uh, you know, ran the ball well against Shenandoah. Um, you know, they kind of have, uh, you know, you look at maybe, you know, like Tavares um, and Moyer, you know, what, what those guys were able to do. Um, you know, do you kind of, can you, can you game plan at all, you know, for, for the kind of attack that they have? And then obviously they have experience, you know, with a kid like, you know, Ethan, you know, Ethan Reese, Rice back there, you know, and then, you know, Hoban and, you know, and White and things like that. But, but do, can you game plan for guys like, you know, Tavares and Moyer maybe? Well, I mean, they're, they're going to be tough to game plan because you just hit the nail on the head. I mean, they, they got their running game going last week, and then, you know, they still have White out there, receiver, sure. and Hoban and Clouser. I mean, they have a lot of yeah. weapons that they can go to, so there's a, you know, no one area that you can really focus on. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're a scary team. They're, they're, they got, uh, you know, good athletes, and they're very well coached, and they're big up front. And uh, like you said, with the, the experience between White and, and Rice and Hope in there, sure. and, you know, you had the new guys with Tavares and, yeah. you know, Moyer stepping up. I mean, they're, they're a dangerous team right now. So, uh, and again, they're going to come in, uh, you know, all hyped up after big wins for them. So, uh, Absolutely. you know, it's going to be a, a big game for us. Um, you know, you kind of maybe look at, you know, kind of just some things that maybe Xavier was able to do, um, you know, last week. But but for you guys, you know, how much of that is to just kind of like we've been talking about, like the continuity and the consistency of maybe, you know, the offensive line and, and, and the guys up front. You know, how much of it is, you know, obviously he's been playing well, but just, you know, the guys up front and kind of creating holes and, you know, allowing him, you know, giving him that time. And, you know, same with Mason as well. But, you know, just how much of that is just the continuity of the guys up front, I guess. Yeah, well, it's uh, you know, we still had a, a different line up there. We had one guy switched out. And I'll tell you, I thought Matt Rarick stepped in there yeah. and did a super job for us. Um, you know, uh, filling in at center. I mean, which so, is, uh, I mean, that's and that's again, yeah. You know, you think about just kind of those relationships and things like that, and you know, to be moving guys and um, you know, to kind of again try to develop that consistency. And you know, for someone that you know is touching the ball every play and just kind of be able to make reads and do different things like that um, and call it maybe. Call call plays and all that kind of stuff um i mean yeah that's a you know that's a huge spot to put somebody in yeah it absolutely is and he's a, you know he's a very intelligent football player i mean he can play pretty much any position on the field and has played a, a, sure. a lot of them for us sure. this year so uh, you know but but that, i mean that was big for us you know and he uh you know, he really helped the team out by stepping in there. And, uh, you know, the other guys, again, you know, I've been naming these guys all the time. You sure. know, Balte and Hunter Shimko have really been solid for us, and, and they've been playing really well lately. You know, and then a guy like Owen Brady steps in at yeah. the tight end and, uh, you know, had some nice catches, and unfortunately some of them were called back. But, uh, um, you know, he made some plays for us also. So, uh, I mean, people are filling in as needed and, and sure. stepping up big time to, to help the team, and that's something you got to like. As a coach. Absolutely. Um, you know, are you are you able at all this week to kind of point to you know anything or just think that or do you think maybe that any one thing might be kind of a, a key to the game? I guess at all for for you guys. Well, I think the big key is uh, you know which uh, defense is going to be able to to step up. I sure. mean, obviously we have to stop uh you know both their passing game and their running game you know again they're a very dangerous team with a, with a lot of different guys that they, they spread the ball around with so uh 
know, we're going to have our hands full defensively, and and hopefully, you know, uh, we can continue to build on last week's, you know, success offensively sure. and, and continue to get better. And uh, so, uh, you know, I think that's going to be, you know, the key in the game. Absolutely. Um, anything else for you, Coach Morgans? No, just like I said, I mean they're you know they're a good ball club, well coached, and uh, they're going to be excited, and so will we. So it should be a great game. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for for taking the time, and good luck on Friday night. Thank you. Thanks for everything again. Sure, no problem, Coach. Take okay. care. You too. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Tamak was coming off with his first loss of the season against Pottsville last week in a close game that was 13-10 at halftime. The Raiders will come back with a big game to try and rebound against North Schuylkill this week in another huge Schuylkill League showdown between Tamakwa and North Schuylkill. Here's what head coach Sam Bonner had to say. Um, I mean, just how excited are the guys to kind of, you know, get back after it um, this week and, you know, get a chance to play North Schuylkill? Definitely, you know, we're looking for a big bounce back, you know, I realized, you know, like last week was tough, you know, we sure. made some mistakes that might have cost us the game, you know, so we made some corrections as, you know, the week went on, um, we know that North Schuylkill, you know, I mean, they're not only, you know, a big division rival as far as like our league, but also, you know, it means a lot as far as, you know, district standings, oh, sure. and, you know, moving on to that next level, you know, and right now, you know, we figured that, you know, North Schuylkill's probably the favorite you know, maybe not only to win, you know, our conference, but also league. So, you know, it's sure. a big game for us. Um, I mean, you kind of, you know, are you able to look at all into, you know, last week's game against, you know, in the way that maybe Jim Thorpe played them, um, you know, and obviously maybe Thorpe didn't run the ball quite as much or, you know, maybe have that success running the ball, but they were able to throw the ball quite a bit um, against North Schuylkill. I mean, do you, do you take anything out of that, I guess? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I, you know, obviously, I'm sure that, you know, Coach Hall probably emphasized that, you know, he probably wasn't too happy with, um, you know, the way they covered the pass. You know, I think sure. they've had over 200 yards, you know, yeah. in, um, you know, in the air. So that's something I'm sure he'll look at, like, fixing. But, you know, we're looking to do what we've been doing, you know, run the ball as well as throw the ball, you know, do our play action, you know, mix it up like we always do. And try not to lean too heavy on one side or the other. Sure. You know, you know, hopefully you don't get a feel for it and you'll find out what's working for us. You know, it's something that you know, I think it's possible we really we get into a rhythm of, you know, either running or throwing. Sure. So I think this week we gotta try and find a rhythm as far as offense is concerned. Um, you know, we kinda talked I guess last Friday about just kinda you know, even, you know, kinda going into that uh you know, that, that second half and maybe as the game wore on and you know, just kinda the fact that maybe, you know, Pottsville kinda you know, they had some long drives. They kept your guys out on the field and, you know, things like that. Um, did Are you able to kind of take anything away from that, too, I guess, just in terms of, you know, for the guys kind of being out there for four quarters, you know, and really kind of, you know, kind of going through and playing, you know, playing a complete game and, you know, just kind of being out there and just, you know, just kind of getting through, you know, getting through a game, a big, you know, yeah, a physical yeah, game like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's something. That was one of the concerns we had going into it. You know, we knew, you know, we kind of thought the week before the Blue Mountain might have been a four-quarter game for sure. us. Sure. You know, it wasn't. You know, I, unfortunately, you know, you know, first game, you know, it's a physical game. You know, obviously, you know, they, they addressed about 59 kids, you know, yeah. or 39, you know. And, you know sure. Of, you know, it's funny. I mean, there's teams that are dressed in 18 and 20. Oh, yeah, but, but still. Yeah, we, know, we know that, you know, that that's something that we knew, you know, that we had to work on and that, you know, 
you know, that fourth quarter, no matter how you practice, it's not game situation. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, you know, especially, you know, we have a lot of, you know, two-way guys that we knew conditioning-wise, you know, not just conditioning-wise, just playing at that game pace for four quarters, you know, it was going to be a thing. Now, you know, we just did that. So, you know, sure. we're going to have to do it again. So, I said, we realized, you know, I think they got a little bit more of a feel for what we got to do. And even as a coaching staff, Maybe one of those things where you know we gotta be a little smart about using some timeouts. Sure. You know we got a lot of those you know two way guys that. Hey, oh yeah. You know, maybe we see ourselves like getting a little gas and we you know we gotta hey this use a timeout you know even though it may you know burn one for later use but still it'd be worth it to you know kind of get a break slow things down a little bit not rush it as much. Like you said you know we got you know, a little, little bit banged up and you know we got sure. a lot of our guys that are playing two ways so I said sometimes we you know not that we want to slow the pace of the game or. Don't lose any rhythm, but you know we want we want to make sure that we get our guys you know that need a break, even if it you know includes you know some some of those younger guys. Oh yeah, just get some guys off the field for a little bit. Um, you know, for, for, you know, it's fortunate that we didn't have to do that. To that game, sure. But, you know, it's unfortunate that you know that had to be the first game that we had to you know, Absolutely. rely on that kind of stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, you kind of think about you look at you know so many of your games up to this point, and you know up to that point, and you know you kind of see you know obviously what you guys have been able to do in the first half, and just you know really kind of you know putting the game away you know early, um, you yeah. know, and just kind of you know things like that, and then. You know, obviously, um, you know, I'm sure for your guys, you know, you're just trying to get guys in there, you know, get them experience. Um, but yeah. at the same time, you want to, you know, make sure you keep everybody healthy and, you know, not have that's anybody get injured. Thing, you know, we want to get banged up. Yeah, I said, I, I'm always one of those guys that feel like you get to a certain, you know, part of the game where, you know, you, you know you have the game in hand. And sure. You get younger guys' experience. And, oh, you know, yeah. You don't want to a guy like a Nate Boyle. No. You know, any guy that we know, we're going to need down the road. So, Absolutely. You know, it's like a kind of a double-edged sword, you know. I said, but at the same time, I'll never change that philosophy. No. You know, I said, if we're, you know, if we're up by 35, 28, you know, 42 points, I said, oh, sure. I'm not going to be keeping my guys in either way. No, no. And, and it could be a fluke thing, you know. It could be just anything like oh, that yeah. where Definitely. you never know. Yeah, and then, you know, kicking yourself after that. But sure. Like I said, I said, yeah, you know, I said we know we got we got kind of you know it's tough. I said we got two real physical games going back to back. Yeah. Like our wounds, you know, try and you know reload. And, you know, realize that you know this. You know, I said to our guys, you know, I said this is a championship week for us. Yeah. You know, I said this puts us right back in the mix if we pull this one out. Yeah, we know we got you know we got a big you know big game ahead of us. But like I said, I said you know it's just bouncing back. Absolutely. Um, I mean, North Schuylkill too. You look at maybe kind of you know they didn't they didn't throw the ball maybe quite as you know as much as as a Pottsville you know type of team. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, does that you know do, are you able to kind of look at you know what they do in terms of you know certainly not you know certainly not with them to be you know one dimensional or anything like that, but they certainly yeah. do concentrate more on on running the ball and that kind of grounded yeah, and I pound. Think if you watch them over the last couple of weeks, that. Yeah, I'm an old school guy, you know. Back in the day when we had the guys that you know we could run that kind of offense, hey, I'll take four, five, six, seven yards. Every oh, play sure. And, you know, break one, and you know, I so said they, they're that kind of team, and you know, I think he made that decision, you know, second half of the Mount Carmel game, which he even kind of mentioned that, you know, I think yeah, he got interviewed, you know, that you know, hey, we're gonna do our thing, and you know, they've had success with that, so I, I don't see him changing that, especially you know, the last couple of weeks how they played that way. So you know, and then that being said, you know, Libby's a good quarterback. Yeah, said, yeah. He still got to have our defensive backs. Still got to respect her, you know, the pass. But I said, you know, no doubt that, you know, I, I feel that if he, he thinks he can line up and ground and pound, let's keep us off the field. Sure. You know, 
he'll take the wind out of us. He's going to do that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, you know, those are the kind of things, too, where, you know, you have a kid like a Libby and, you know, you have those. They still have guys that, you know, at any point they're capable of, you know, breaking a big play and, oh, yeah. you know, making yeah, plays. They like their zone read. And, sure. You know, the Libby kid, he said he can, you know, I mean, I think the other guy, you know, and then no doubt, you know, I said I think their running back average 10 yards to carry last week against a you know, good defensive yeah. team like Tim Torp. Yeah. Know? That doesn't happen too often against a Tim Torp team. No. You know, and they, you know, they did it. So it's like, you know, we know defensively we got to work out for us. Absolutely. Um, anything else for you, Coach Bonner? Yeah, you know, I said, I said you take away the positives and the negatives. You know, I thought Nate Boyle played a great game at two picks, ran for 100 yards. Yeah. You know, coming off a loss, you know, he said, I, I thought our kicking game, you know, he, you know, he kicked a field goal. Yeah. He made a great game for us. You know, he said, hey, this thing got. You know, we got to bounce back and know that this is a big game, and I think our kids will do that. You know, we got you know, a senior-like class that, you know, I kind of put it on them this week that, you know, you got to kind of grab the bull by the horns and, you know, know this is a big game for us. And I think they all know that. You know, they've been around long enough. They played enough games that you know, they'll be ready to play on Friday night. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, like you mentioned, it's a championship type of week. You know, it's a, it's yep. a huge game, and um, I'm sure they'll be, you know, I'm sure they'll be jacked up for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, Coach, thank you so very much, and good luck on Friday night. Okay, no problem. Take care, Coach. Bye-bye. Patrick Matsinko caught up with Panther Valley head coach Rick Jones after the Panthers coming off their first win of the season last week against Shenandoah Valley. This week, Rick Jones' team will have a big rivalry test against Marion Catholic. Congratulations on, on the win last week. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, just... I don't know. Is is there any other excitement around the program now this week? You know, kind of coming into coming into the game against Marion. You know, rivalry week type of thing. Is is there any other excitement? I guess kind of coming into this week. I mean, I think they're excited to uh, to uh, play Marion sure. because of the rivalry. Other than that, I don't know if there's anything other than that fact. Sure. Um, I know we kind of talked last week. You know, just kind of maybe coming into the you know the game against Shenandoah, you were. I guess maybe kind of concerned about, you know, just kind of not having, you know, maybe a great week or, you know, anything along those lines. Um, you know, how have things been, I guess, this week, I guess, for your guys? Well, I, I think the focus has been much better. You know, yeah. I, I think obviously because it's Marion. And, sure. And plus they also had a win under their belt. Sure. So we've had a pretty solid week in terms of the focus and that. So, you know, hopefully that translates into performance. Absolutely. Um, you know, just thinking about, um, you know, the running game seemed to, you know, certainly seemed to be, you know, um, you know, a big for you guys last week against Shenandoah, you know, obviously with, you know, a number of guys contributing um, and just how much, I guess, can you build on that? And then just how much of a confidence booster is that for those guys, um, you know, to kind of have that success and then to hope that sort of, you know, kind of carries forward and just kind of, you know, carries on I guess you know this week and then hopefully um and beyond I guess well I would hope that it would carry on I think it should help their confidence uh, uh, you know obviously we we, we we shot ourselves in the foot a couple of times in the first sure. half early but I think they they, they persevered and, and uh we, we did have some nice uh offensive run game in the second half and I think sure. that's a positive um, and just, you know, kind of looking at a team like Marion, you know, just kind of thinking about, you know, what they do, um, you know, you think about maybe, you know, a kid like Xavier and, you know, just kind of what he's been able to do sort of running the ball. 
Um, and I'm, I know just kind of having talked to Coach Morgan's that, you know, they're still kind of trying to find that consistency and continuity and, you know, just kind of especially up front. Um, but, you know, when you see maybe what a kid like Xavier's, you know, able to do running the ball um, and they still have something, you know, obviously they still have that experience, you know, at, at some different spots. But, you know, what kind of challenges, I guess, does, does a kid like that or does an attack like that present? Well, you know, he's athletic. I mean, sure. and they have the guys that they have played a quarterback throw the ball well. Yeah. And, um, you know, they, 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 they're like us. They have some weak spots that, sure. that they try to hide. And, and I'm sure with the injuries and things that he's had that he's trying to find, you know, they, they've been kind of inconsistent offensively. Sure. Um, and that, plus the schedule's been tough. For oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's just teams have to go out we have to both teams have to go out and focus and play absolutely be, you know i mean there should be a competitive uh a competitive experience for both of them hopefully absolutely yeah um and you know how much does that help you guys you know just kind of you know kind of coming off of the stretch that you've had and just kind of um continuing to build and build and build and just how much does that help in that they you know your guys you know already maybe for for four quarters and you know to kind of be able to put a game you know complete game together well, I think it's, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that, that that's what we're focusing on every week. And, and, you know, fortunately that we, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, um, we haven't had to do that. So I think sure. that, that in, in the case of both of our programs, um, neither team has really had to play four quarters. I mean, Marion did last week. Myers was getting yeah. a lot closer. Uh, we haven't had to deal with that yet. So that's, sure. that'll be an interesting thing to see. Um, anything else for you, Coach? You know, kind of coming out of last week or thinking ahead to this week against against Marion. Uh, we just told the kids that that you know we know they're going to be excited. They still need to be focused and disciplined and deal with all the things that happen. They're going to be good things, bad things. Just play. Absolutely. Um, I'm sorry again for sending that text message. I thought I sent you a text message earlier, much earlier, um, about you know kind of having time to talk tonight, and then you know. I'm, in the middle of a bunch of different things and yeah and I you know then I realized I was like oh I haven't heard back from I haven't heard back from coach Jones and I was just kind of going through and you know looking through my messages and I thought oh no you know that was supposed to go um you know like the grid picks and different things that we oh, do and and I thought oh right. no and um yeah so I'm so sorry about that oh, but don't uh apologize. that's fine I mean, uh, like I said I'm pretty flexible with my hours and everything else like that anytime you need to talk just get a hold of me i appreciate you taking the time every week um it's uh you know you've been awesome to work with all season um and you know i appreciate that so so much so if there's ever anything that you need from us you know please don't hesitate to call or text um you, yeah so thank you so much and good luck this week coach thank you very much all right have a good night bye-bye That about wraps it up for this Week 7 podcast. We're in the thick of things. The races are heating up. It's exciting. Finally feels like football weather. It was 80 degrees a couple days ago. Now we're getting into the 30s this weekend. So bundle up. Get out there. Support your local schools. Grab your Times newspapers. Thursdays are great for Game of the Week stories, Player of the Week stories, stats, overtime, column, Saturday's paper, or Monday's paper. We'll have all of your box scores and game stories. Our reporters cover every game no matter where it is, whether it's in Dingman's Ferry or not, and who's playing, it doesn't matter. We got you covered in the Times News area. So for Patrick Matsinko, all of our great coaches and guests, I'm Justin Carlucci. Enjoy this weekend of high school football, everyone.